Hey, welcome to a long overdue episode of the Gig Two Podcast. I'm Chad, talking to Brian, aka Gig Cleveland. What's going on, man? How about Chad? How are you, man? Good. You know, I should have put our display. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I I I saw you like in the comments of my videos a while ago. I think it was before you started making vi- before you started making videos. Yeah, I started- just a fan. <laughs> yeah, well, I like I said, I um. I do watch your videos. Like I said, you provide very good content. Uh, what I say, I agree with everything. I'm sure you don't agree with everything I do, but the Instacart tips are really good. I mean, that's what I learned a lot from when I first started it because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was it's taking me like two minutes an item because, you know, I'm slow. Um, so it really did help. But yeah, no, I had, um, yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched a lot of your videos. I watched some of your Geek2 podcasts too. Some of them are really interesting. Yeah. So, how long have you been doing gig work full time? Uh, May twenty one. Uh, so it's only been about a year and about a month. So, or just about a year, yeah, actually. Um, What'd you do before that? I was actually in. Um, I was lead for cust- in customer service. So I was a AAA. I was at uh, <laughs> doing roadside service. So, uh, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, Triple A has a huge office here in Lake Mary. I don't know if that's their headquarters. Well, that's Triple or... uh, A Southeast. So I was in Europe, like where I'm at here in Cleveland, or like the Cleveland mm-hmm. area, Greater Cleveland area, is Triple uh, A, uh, basically East Central. That serves like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Youngstown, like mm-hmm. uh, Buffalo, things like that. That's where they. That's what we serve. So there's, there's certain Triple A's that are like independent too, that aren't just, you know, just Triple A. And then there's AAA, like AEC, which is basically in California. They're the ones that oversee all of AAA. And then they also have CAA, which is Canada. I can talk. <laughs> Canadian Canada. AAA. So there's also that, too. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I didn't know that you were... Uh, you know, I thought you were, like, doing gig work for, like, years, like like how I've been. Because I, I, this will be my fourth year... Yeah, August 2018 is when I left my day job with Microsoft, which wow. the I still have the lanyard right here. I don't know if you guys can see it, but the lanyard from my, my security badge. By the way, Eric is here, says hi. Hi, Eric. <laughs> every, t- every time I'm on a live stream, he's always, he's always here. Cool. Drinking. Uh, Coke Zero. Yeah. I know it's bad for you. It's got aspartame. <laughs> yeah. I'm just drinking Miller Lite. <laughs> I, I I can't drink beer. Like I said, on the weekends, I might have like a White Claw. I know it's not a manly yeah. drink, but, you know, I just can't. I can't do beer just with my, like, I have well, certain stomach ailments. Like I have like, I, uh, yeah, diverticulitis when I was younger and stuff like that. I can't drink beer. It just doesn't. It's like, a, it's like a liver thing or? No, liver's clean. It's just like my, um, it's like my intestines, like it just rejects it. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, if you're dr- not drinking alcohol, I mean, I guess that's good. But <laughs> it's, well, to me, it's I have, just... um, I have a couple bottles of McAllen's uh, single malt scotch. So let's save that for a special occasion. That's fine because that's just alcohol. But that's uh-huh. a good alcohol. It's not like a cheap, like, well drink. It's it's like, yeah, 80 proof, 90 proof, I think. So Are you, uh, like, gluten-free? No, I can eat gluten. My thing is I can't eat a lot of wheat. Like, mm. I can eat rice, I can eat, um, you know, 
was it? I can eat quinoa. I can eat chia seeds. I just can't eat like um, like raisin bran. I love raisin bran, but it does not love me. It is, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. So, uh, how did you get into gig work? Where did you get laid off from your job or? No, I actually just... quit my job. I just walked out. Um, <laughs> That's what I did with my Microsoft. Well, the thing is, is like back in the day, like I said, during the pandemic, it, you know, I didn't just quit my job just for the hell of it. I, I scoped it out first. I was doing a part time for a few months prior um, and in the area. And I was making at the time um, pretty much what I was making there, but a little bit more. I'm thinking, like, well, maybe I could do this full time, but I, I kind of figured it out. But then, like, it just got to the point uh, in April, I got COVID. And I was out for about I say, 17 days. Uh, but, you know, the doctors considered it mild. I don't know what the heck they're talking about. I had a, it was this a year? Great... This last year, year or last year? Oh, last okay. year, 21. Um, before the temperature, my temperature was never above like 101. It was like always 100.3, but it would just never go down below 99.0. It was always like that. No, and I haven't talked to my doctors. Anyway, said steroids. They wouldn't give me anything, and I'm like, "Well, just give me some steroids because my pulse ox <laughs> is like 92." Like, oh, that's normal. No, you know, one percentage off. You're a dolphin. So I said, "No, <laughs> you're, you know, I want, <laughs> I want to be at least above 95." And I was, it just, it just wrecked me, uh, physically, because it, um, just when I got better the gig work really helped because for a little bit there, I wasn't able to do shop and pay orders cause I could only deliver food cause I was just really exhausted. Uh, so once I got better after like the beginning of May, I went back to work and then it was just, it was just, it was just too much for me at the time. And, you know, I basically just quit. I just said, I'm, I had it. I just can't do this anymore. And I took a, I took a risk, a chance mm -hmm. and it worked out pretty good so far. So you said you had been doing DoorDash on the weekends or. Yeah, I would do DoorDash at first. That's who I started off with. But then I, um, when I was watching you guys or like other gig tubers out there, like Sarah Elizabeth or like Kinside Money Plans, I would hear them talk about like Grubhub. So I signed up for Grubhub and then I signed up for Uber. And then, you know, I signed up for Instacart and then I signed up for Shipt. And, you know, once I went full time, then I started getting other apps in there. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm actually, uh, I got, I got a proof for Spark today. So I was really happy about that. Oh, so. yeah. I've been doing, yeah, I started doing Spark this year. Um, it can be pretty good, but I mean, just like with any other app, like it's like a whole bunch of crap offers and then, you know, that one good one and they do both like, they do like a pool drop where like, you know, it's a first come first serve, whoever gets it like Instacart. And then they also offer you orders specifically. And, um, they do, what's interesting is like, like right about six o'clock every night is when they do the dot com orders. Okay. And it's like, it's, it's almost the same. It's essentially the same as like Amazon flex. I don't know if you do that. Mm -hmm. um, so like, you'll get a route of like, it could be anywhere from like eight to like 12, 15 uh, stops. And it's usually really small items. Um, the problem is like the way that the app is, it's not very like, it's not how Amazon is where, you know, whose package is whose and what order it's going to go in. So it's like you just have to throw them all in your car, and then when you get to the stop, you have to look for that person's name on the label. That I, Walmart has to, you know, do some uh, fixing on that Spark app. But um, yeah, yeah Spark, Spark can be good, but it's um, and they they do um, like promos all the time, like just complete like 
like do three deliveries in a day and you get an extra fifteen dollars or okay you know, you know do six yeah, in a day get extra thirty or something. I see some of the incentives that they have like that people were talking about, but yeah, it depends on the area. Um, but yeah, it's just another tool in the toolbox. That's the way I see it. I mean, it's it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, like I said, Grubhub is you know one of them. DoorDash, Uber Eats, but you know, Grubhub is just oh wow, mm-hmm. it's really gone downhill. Gig Lebowski's here. Says hi. <laughs> hi, Gig Lebowski. Howdy. Yeah, I have to get him on the show sometime. You said Grubhub's been going downhill there. Yeah, it's just. I mean, ever since they changed the to just eat takeaway last year when they got bought up with them, like the used their minimum used to be eight bucks. Mm. Like now it's like I'll see orders for like four fifty going four miles, and to me it was like. Still really? than DoorDash. <laughs> what well, is? But DoorDash. I mean, like I said, I I always knock them. Yeah, you know, I always rip on them. But like I said, they're kind of like it's a essential evil, I guess, because they for in my area because it still accounts for pretty much forty nine percent of my pre tax income. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's just they're a juggernaut. I mean, in our area. So yeah. Um. It's funny because like I hardly ever do Grub Dash Eats anymore. I'm mostly oddly enough, I'm like I'm doing apps you probably wouldn't think, like Amazon Flex, Corner Shop, and the Walmart Spark. Um and then, you know, I'll obviously I like to do Instacart, but I mean Instacart has just gone way downhill ever since COVID. Like yeah. it's just I mean it's just I, I can tell that um it's like you know the base pay is still seven dollars but what they would have paid out a couple years ago they don't pay out anymore it's like everything you're basically you're at the the whim of the customer's tips now like well the so thing you, is exactly i mean if they, well that's why i do doordash when i in the, the one zone because it's not as busy but there's a meyer right there meyer's a grocery store in this area if you sit there, Meyer, like I had three today that were just easy orders, like twenty dollars for like four or five miles was like seven items, or one was twelve mm-hmm. items for eighteen. For going a half mile, I'm like, I, why would you even do a half mile? I want to just you know get a cart or a you know a bicycle or something. But okay, yeah. I'm not gonna, not gonna you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna berate them because they're doing that. But yeah, you know that's DoorDash actually surprisingly you know they did some of their orders for, through Meyer are, are really good. Some of them are obviously bad, but. I've actually had luck with uh, Meyer over in that area through DoorDash. With shopping, shop, shop and pay, pay? like how big are the orders? Instacart, I'll have Instacart open too, mm-hmm. and Instacart, yeah, it'll be Meyer. It'll be like three different orders going like thirty miles or whatever for twenty nine fifty or something, and I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Everybody, all the gig apps are hurting right now. I mean, yeah. you've seen. All their stock values have all plummeted, and then Instacart is going to go public probably this year, maybe next year. And its I guarantee it's going to be the same story as Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash. I mean, their IPOs, they all IPO'd like, you know, a pretty fair price. And then actually they, they all went up a little um, during COVID because everybody was using all these apps. And then ever since then, bam, everybody's just been crashing. Um, well, they're over the Lyft way overvalued. Is, yeah, Lyft is pretty. Lyft is pretty pathetic. I, I, yeah. I don't do right share. I just I can't okay. deal with people. In in the car, I just couldn't do that. I, I give you guys a lot of credit. I couldn't do it. 
Speaking of cars, so like on your old, some of your old videos, you were driving like a cargo van or something. Yeah. So let me explain. Um, I had a 2015 Ram Pro Van full screen that uh, I bought in March 20, no February 2021. Um, now I bought it for like about thirteen thousand nine hundred with about forty two thousand miles on it. I wanted to use it for trips, like you know, go away and. Because I can literally fit an air mattress in the back, you know, because there's no like seats in the back and I can sleep in that. And so, so that's what I was using it for in the beginning. But then when I started doing this work, I used it because it was a four cylinder. So it's still got good gas mileage. Uh, so it's still get like about 21, 22 city, 28 highway. Um, it's not bad. But that this is back before gas is what it is now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. now it's just, um, but yeah, when I got it, like I said, I, I was dumb enough to, to buy it because I didn't know that Ram was owned by Fiat. Uh, Chrysler, uh, Chrysler is owned by Fiat, which is a uh, Italian company. Um, and unfortunately, their quality is less to be desired as I've done my research. Uh, it was an endless money pit. Um, yeah. A transmission control module go bad on it with only 48,000 miles. Um, I had issues with the computer. Like, it would literally go into limp mode for no reason on the freeway when I was doing <laughs> 65. I mean, it would freak me out. Like, what the heck? Um, and then it would just have issues where the electrical would just, like, turn off. And it wasn't my alternator because I have an alternator and battery tester. It wasn't that. So I was just fed up with it. And then I just said, you know what? I don't even do go share anymore. I don't do, like, uh, roadie that much. I don't need a cargo van to do uh, Amazon Flex. I did a I did a route like two weeks ago for Amazon Flex. I used my, my Corolla. It was like 29 packages. I was able to fit it all in, in my car. It wasn't that big of a deal. Um, so I ended up, I wanted to get a used Corolla or a Honda Civic. The problem was is that the price of the used Corollas were actually more than a new one. So I actually went in in September and ordered a new one. Um, I actually went to the, <laughs> the dealer and I, I said, well, it might, it might take a little bit. I says, yeah, I'm not going to pay $25,000 for a used Corolla with 20,000 miles. It's a 2020 that if I can get a new one for $21,800, that's what the new yeah. one SRP. I mean, there's ones that are more based than that, that have like no floor mats, you know, whatever, that's like 20,800. But this one has the floor because I wanted all other floor mats and stuff like that with it, because I know in this type of work, spills happen. Yeah, things happen. That's why I like the one in the trunk because I could just take it out and go to the car wash and just rinse it off, and then I'm good to go. Just dry it off. So, it took about five months to get it, the car to come in. I finally got it in. I couldn't believe how much I got for my van. It had sixty-five thousand or no seventy. No, I actually had seventy-two thousand miles. That's how many miles I put out in one year. Hmm. Almost thirty thousand. Um, I got eighteen grand for it, and I owed like eleven. I was laughing. Wow. Like, you got to be flipping. The market was insane. <laughs> so I put that door down towards that. So yeah, my payments pretty much the same. You, I mean, you just traded the van in towards the car. No, I actually sold it oh, to Carmax. Sold? Carmax bought it for me. Because yeah. uh, they don't they, call you up, you're like, you sold us a lemon. <laughs> yeah, Corolla, the, the the dealer, the Toyota dealership where I'm at, they would only offer me like nine thousand dollars. I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to sell for nine. I know I can get at least, you know, fifteen for it at least. So I took it to CarMax. It was like 45 minutes away. It was a bit of a haul, but mm. you know, I just got all the paperwork ready, and yeah, they just cut me a check on the spot. Wow. You know, for the difference, and I put that towards the down payment. And I've been driving Eleanor for the last three months. And yeah, I mean, 
to be honest with you, it's probably one of the best, if you want to, like, a, a, probably the best car for gig work is probably either, a, you know, like a four-cylinder Toyota, four-cylinder yeah. Honda, unless you're doing ride share. If you're doing, What's like, your, uh, what, what do you get for MPGs on that? <laughs> it depends. Um, now, if I'm doing, um, like, when it's not, when it's wintertime or, like, or like, in the spring and there's no air conditioner blowing all the time, I'll get 37 to 38 miles a gallon. Hmm. Which is pretty decent. Uh, but if I do a lot of short trips, like in Middleburg where I work, there's a lot of places that are within like one or two miles. It goes down to like around 30, maybe 29 if I have the air conditioning on. But still, that's really good considering what I was with with the van. The van, I was getting about 21 on a good day. If I put the air conditioning in on the van, I would be because there's no insulation. So I'd be getting 15, 16 miles a gallon, basically what a forerunner gets. Um, hmm. so I save about $232 a month in fuel just from driving the car I drive now. So well, I hope you use a uh, gas buddy and get upside. <laughs> well, I use gas buddy, but I actually use uh, the dash direct account. Cause I guess I still get the 10%. But the thing is, is like, it's 5099 here for regular. I mean, once it gets above $5, 10%. Yeah, that's great. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really do anything. It's like, Okay. That's nice, but and DoorDash had like some kind of incentive or not incentive, like some kind of gas uh, thing for a little bit, and they said no, we're ending it. So, yeah, which was like pretty much peanuts anyway. I think you had to drive a hundred. Yeah, like five dollars, get... yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't anything, so it didn't really matter because yeah, I don't even care. Like, I'd rather... I do. Yeah, like I do gas buddy, and it's like it's like ten bucks a month, and it's great because like, it'll say like you get 53 cents off per gallon, like right at the pump. Yeah. And then I take a picture of the receipt and then use get upside. And then I can get another, you know, usually whatever the discount is with gas buddy, it's pretty much the same on get upside. So if it's like 53 cents off on one, it's going to be the same on the other. So it's like, you keep adding that. Um, you, well, I mean, one's a rebate, one's a, a direct, you know, instant savings. In fact, I'll bring up my get upside. Well, actually, they, they just call it upside now. Well, that's what I, yeah, I, I used to use them. The thing is, like, I use, like, when I get my feel, I get sheets. You know, like, sheets is all right, but, like, I get, like, I think it's, there's a promotion right now. I get 20 cents off a gallon if I use mm -hmm. the app. So I get, you know, my tank's 13 gallons, but I think when it goes towards, like, a quarter tank. Oh, yeah, okay. I've got 86.05 saved up and gotcha. uh, get upside. Nice. Yeah, like I said, it, when I use the sheets, I'll use the dash or direct. That's, mm -hmm. you know, like say I fill up, it's like people get mad at me when I say how much I fill up, it's $43 to fill up, which is nothing. But I compared to what it used to be. I mean, like if, if it was like it was last year, I'd be paying 25 bucks to fill up my tank. Eric um, said he uses sheets too. What is that? It's a gas station here. And like, it's uh, like a, well, oh, it's a, okay. It's like in the eastern part of like Ohio, like Ohio, Pennsylvania, but I think more towards eastern Pennsylvania, you go to Wawa. Um, that's the name brand, but it's 15, 15, 15 cents off. So if I do like nine gallons, mm -hmm. uh, that's like a dollar fifty, and then four twenty, and then it's five twenty. I mean, at the end of the day, it's an extra fifty cents a gallon off, or you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it all adds up. I get it. You know. Yeah, I love. I love Wawa. I wonder if it's different up there than it is down here. Like I go there, I don't get my gas at Wawa. I just get like food and right. snacks and all that there. 
I like the uh, the hoagies. <laughs> Especially yeah, the Cuban. I make. Uh, I try to make my own like sub sandwiches just because it's so expensive. I went to Subway a few weeks ago because I haven't gone in a long time. I, I got because they had the Subway Club back, and I love the Subway Club. It's got the roast beef because they didn't have roast beef for like two years because of the pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah, for two years they didn't have it. I was mad because I love the roast beef. Uh, and a foot long used to cost like seven forty nine. Now it's like eleven fifty. Wow. And we get a chips and drink. It's like fourteen. I'm like, I might as well just go to uh, Bonefish or Outback and just get a hamburger and fries there. You know, yeah. better, you know, get something there. At least I'll get some bread and butter, right? Yeah, I, I haven't eaten at Subway in years i mean i get orders out of there for doordash or uber eats or whatever yeah. every once in a while but uh i know you know it's funny i never really paid attention to the prices i'll have to look next time uh next time yeah, I go it, there. it depends on the franchisee because some will be a little bit more some will be a little less some the one mm-hmm. up by like uh where i work out at um they have a special 475 for any foot long on wednesdays which is kind of kind of a good it's actually a good deal except for like steak you can't have steak yeah it's not even steak it's ground meat like I used to work there when I was younger. Like it's basically like some kind of chemical mixture, like mechanical mixture of like steak, like, like the the worst type of steak possible. Yeah, like steakums. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, like I said, the the, the Arby's delivery. I, I saw on the screen. It says, "Ooh, Wagyu beef burger." I'm like, it, it even says in the uh, the fine print, "This is a mixture of ground beef yeah. and Wagyu." Yeah, there's no way a yeah. combo for ten dollars would have 100 percent Wagyu. Yeah, Wagyu. Yeah, it's like it's like a hundred bucks for like well, maybe not that much, but it's it's really expensive. Well, it depends on the quality and the the cut. So if it's a five, yeah, you're looking at a probably fifty dollar hamburger. Yeah. You know, speaking of steak, you know, actually, who has good steak is is Walmart. Actually, I get the the thick cut New York strips there. It's like, I mean, it has like that layer of fat on the side. I just cut that off, and like it's a good inch inch and a quarter thick. Mm-hmm. I put a. You know, I'm in an apartment, so I can't have a grill other than my George Foreman. But I so I put on my George Foreman for like eight minutes, nice medium. Uh, and like almost every time I have a steak, I take a picture of it and I'll put it on my Instagram. I don't know. Are you on any social media? I, I, I'm I know a, yeah, I'm not a big social media guy. I, uh, okay. I, have a, I have a Twitter, but I don't remember what it was. I think it's live for <laughs> your die 34. I'm not sure. But I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. I mean, I'm not knocking. I just I don't have social media. Yeah, it's like when, you know, trying to make a little bit of extra money doing YouTube and, and the podcast and all that, you know. So, I, like, I got to be on everything. Like, I, I really hate Twitter. I hope Elon Musk does take it over and, and fixes it. But, I mean, like, right now, like, they're talking about maybe that deal might not go through because Twitter is lying, clearly lying. Oh, all the bots, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they're saying they only oh only like five percent of Twitter users are bots, and I've heard estimates that it could be anywhere from twenty to fifty percent. Yeah, sure. Same I mean, thing here on YouTube. How many YouTube users, quote unquote users? Um, there's like there's there's a lot of channels out there that you can tell just from reading the comments. They're paid that, for. Yeah, they're just clearly they're clearly bots or bots. Or yeah. Well, they, they, they would, that's the thing. Like with um. Like something's like how to get ten thousand subscribers it only costs forty. It's like, yeah. yeah, but you're not really getting subscribers. You know what I mean? You're just. <laughs> well, I think the the theory is like if you get that many people in that short amount of time, it, it like kind of signals to the algorithm that your channel is popular, and then it like it would actually 
you know, suggest your channel to actual human users and you, then you would grow organically. So it's like, you kind of have to take some steroids to actually, and then, then you will grow organically. That's, that's the theory. Well, I don't, mm. uh, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, there is a, you know, certain channels get more views just because either they're more entertaining or just, I yeah. mean, I, I hate to say it, but if you're a female, you're, and I know women are going to hate me for this, <laughs> but you're going to get more views if you're pretty. It's just, that's just how it is. There's yeah. That's what I've said. It's just, that's how it is. That's, that's biology. I mean, there's nothing, you know. By men and women too. By men and women. Exactly. There's yeah. a problem with that. I mean, <laughs> I, like I said, with YouTube channel, like I have, I only have 425 subscribers, but I'm, I'm happy with that. I don't, you know, it's like, it is what it is. And I couldn't, I can't believe I have that many now. When I started, I'm like, oh, I'll do this for fun or whatever. And yeah, that's all I did. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people, a lot of gig tubers that I've interviewed on this show, then afterwards they get bumped up like uh Brian Instacart Bulldog. Well, actually he goes by Bulldog Delivers now. I think when I interviewed him, he was, he was like in the kind of the same spot you were. He was about, about 500, I think. And like now he's over a thousand. Once you hit a thousand, that's when you can monetize the channel. Yeah. And you have to have 4,000 hours of watch time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not anyway. hard to do. Just do uh, like four ride alongs a week. I'm just joking. <laughs> do you have, uh, do you use Android or uh, iPhone? I use both. Um, okay. Like when I'm doing the live stream, like sometimes I'll do live streams during the week uh, or whenever I can uh, just to get a point of view of what I'm doing. And I've had some good feedback for it, so I keep doing it. Although I have to have it on 5G, which I'm not a big fan of 5G um, because I, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. My head always hurts after I use it. Like if I have it real close, it's weird. Like I just the way I react to it. Mm, that's like, weird. Like four out four G, I think is the perfect one. But obviously, they say, "Oh, it's so much faster." But in my market, it's really not that much faster. There are so many dead spots around here. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, the upload speed right now. I just checked before I came on. Was like twenty five Mbps for four G. Five G is only thirty one, so it's not that much difference. It's pretty much. I just got. I got this flyer from Verizon, fifty percent off five G home internet, but it's like it's it's crap. I mean, it depends on the if you're downtown Miami or Cleveland, yeah, yeah. you get really good Wi Fi. But like out here in the boonies, no, it's yeah. In my in my own house, like I only get three bars. I mean, I'm on uh -oh. Wi Fi, obviously. By the way, this is this is my page on my phone. It's of just the apps that I work for. So Amazon. Corner Shop, Curry, Dispatch, DoorDash, Grubhub, Instacart, Rody, Spark, and Uber. And then the timestamp camera and Para. Actually, I'm on like with GoPuff and Skip Card and Waiter but or Bite Squad. But I mean, all those apps are garbage. So I just deleted them off my phone. Plus, a lot of them are. Um, are there any. Does this happen with you? Because like I, you're like outside of Cleveland, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I do uh, the greater Cleveland area. I, yeah. I did a couple times downtown. I just, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, because like I'm about 20 miles north of Orlando, Orlando. Okay. Um, but I mean, like the whole Orlando area is like the size of like Rhode Island. So it's like mm -hmm. you can just go anywhere and it's just suburbs and retail and all that. Yeah. Um, but like once you, the closer you get to like actual Orlando, because I'm in Sanford, which is about 20 miles north. Okay. Um, a lot of those apps like Skipcart and Bite Squad, like they're they don't they're not up here. So I and and oh, also deliver that. I don't know if uh, you've tried that. That's the catering app. They have. UDM's been uh, promoting the heck out of that lately. 
I did deliver that a little bit last year. In fact, I had the CEO on on this show uh, like in October. And it was kind of funny because after I haven't really used it since because uh, all the the deliver that pickups like they're all like exactly like 1030 a.m. And I usually don't even That's get out the funny. house until um, like noon or one o'clock. Yeah, deliver that. They're all catering orders and they're usually just going to offices. A lot of times they're to doctor's offices. So it's like you're going to like Carabas or PDQ, you know, just like either you know, fast casual or fast food. And it's all for offices and like the jobs, like, you, like those types of restaurants usually don't open to 11. So like in the, in the morning before they open for the doors to the public, they're doing catering orders. Yeah. Um, so, and one thing I don't like about deliver that is like, when the offer comes up, like there's no payout. There's no like, well, they do say the mileage, but, and also like the way the tips work, they do like a tip pool kind of thing. Okay. Where like it's how DoorDash used to be. Well, uh, that was when DoorDash was stealing our tips. Um, I heard that was like $7 base is the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I was making so much more money with DoorDash was stealing our tips. I mean, I saw one today. I just, I flipped the lid. I was like 225 going nine miles. I'm like, I thought they paid more per mile. I guess they're not doing yeah. that anymore. Well, they just spent $8 billion on Walt, the Finnish DoorDash. So they got to start making that money up somehow. <laughs> uh, but the, the funny part is, is like, uh, like with these apps, like, yeah, I mean, like I use... I try to use different ones like when I can, but like I said, in my area, like if I'm south of Parma, like mm -hmm. this area, probably high, it's like, it's about the suburbs. It's a little less congested. Um, like DoorDash, I can still make pretty decent money, but you're only getting like one or two or like two orders an hour that you're delivering instead of like 2.5 to three at like Middleburg. But mm -hmm. also too, the payouts are a little bit higher here because just people make a little bit more money. They tend to be, have a little bit more uh their income's a little bit higher obviously but oh there's a so i just brought up um the map on my phone yeah so uh which so, uh which so suburb you did you say you're in suburb i'm in the bravio high but parma is where i go to so it's about 15 minutes yeah. away i live in bravio heights if you zoom in a little bit um like where brex was west of that there's bravio heights Say Garfield Heights. No, Garfield. I was born in Garfield way. Heights, but that was a long time ago. I saw um, somebody on uh, on Instagram yesterday. They had a shirt. It said, Cleveland, we almost always almost win. <laughs> Are you native? So you're native uh, Cleveland? Yeah, I was born and raised in Cleveland. Uh, mm -hmm. I live. I moved with uh, my, my, my father... Uh, my parents got divorced, but I moved with him down to Ashland for a few years. Ashland's about an hour and 10 minutes away from Cleveland South. It's basically in the middle between, it's like an hour uh, south of Cleveland, but it's an hour north of Columbus. So it's like right in the middle there off of 71, I-71. I lived there for four years, and then I moved back up north. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm a native Clevelander. I was born in you know, Garfield Heights and the eastern suburbs. Yeah, you know what's funny is I'm from upstate New York, and you know New York, especially like way out west, like uh, uh, well not Buffalo, well yeah like Buffalo, and then once you get like even further southwest mm -hmm. than that, 
borders Ohio. Well, no, it borders Pennsylvania, but then it's a pretty short jaunt to uh, to yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Let's see if, if you can see this. Uh, the maps on here. If anybody is wondering. So, but you know what's funny? I so like I said, I'm from upstate New York. Whoops, I'm going the wrong way. Nope, oh, that's Grand Rapids. <laughs> yep. Shout out to uh, Jason at Gig Economy Podcast. That's where he is. You're Manchester, yeah, so, New Hampshire now. So I'm from right here. I'm from Albany, most connected Albany. really. Okay. And uh, you know, I've I've only been in Ohio like at, at, on like flight layovers. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never like visited there. I probably should, you know. Ohio is very boring. I mean, but it's kind of a good boring. Uh, we have, um, we're a little conservative here, except for like the big cities. Um, very conservative state. Um, it, Mike DeWine, the governor here, actually passed gun legislation to have teachers allowed to carry in the classroom. So I think I uh, saw that. Yeah. Yeah, which is good um, if they want to. But I, I could just imagine like somebody getting mad or something because they didn't do their homework. I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> well, if they're. If they're really conservative, they would abolish the state income tax. You know, well, exactly. one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons I moved to Florida. There's no state income tax here. I, they got me on that one, man. That's that's 100 correct. Yeah, I I don't understand it, but like I said, like I live here in like Broadview Heights. This this area is pretty pretty conservative. Like you know, it's pretty middle of the road. Once you get north of Parma, it's pretty liberal. Like it's yeah. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Did you see that episode that Hannibal and I did last year of the the Amazon driver that like tore up that dude's yard because he had like um, all these like anti Black Lives Matter signs and like back to blue and all that stuff? So I'm pretty no. sure it said Parma, Ohio on it, but it was like out I, here um, in the wow. country or whatever. That's crazy, man. <laughs> that's that's insane. I don't. Uh condone that i mean regardless i mean i'm not a i'm a political atheist i don't believe in any party but yeah because i think it's just basically wwf wrestling um you know both sides it's just you know they they don't they don't care about you they don't care about you it's like george carlin said it's a big club mm -hmm. and you ain't in it i said i think it's a small club <laughs> basically uh, you're not we're not part of the big club or yeah. small club exactly like you said it's um but no, I mean, like I said, regardless, like, I don't know, like, personally, like, when I grew up, like, I don't know, I'm getting off a topic, but, I mean, it didn't matter if you were Democrat, it didn't matter that people wanted to be free, they wanted to do a good job, they wanted to work hard and have family, and basically, that's what it was, you know, people had their differences. I mean, you can tell people why politicians debated even, like, 20 or 30 years ago compared to now. It's it's night and day. You can't have any kind of discourse that's even somewhat, you know, civilized. Yeah. Well, let, let's get back to uh, gig work. So, like, how many apps do you work for right now? So right now I have um, nine. I'm active on. <laughs> heard the cat in the background. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm active on nine, but I, I Uber, DoorDash, Grubhub are our main ones. I do use Shift. I do use Instacart very rarely now just because the orders aren't really that great. Because I'll wake up early in the morning and see if there's any good orders and, like, nothing comes in until, like, 9.30, you know. Um, that's even on a Sunday. Usually Sunday's really busy. Has Like, last weekend was, like, like I would get, like, two orders. It was, like, 7.50, like, 20 items or whatever. Yeah, like, no tip orders. Instacart is, like, so dead. It's not just – I mean – 
I don't know. I was going to say, on one hand, I kind of feel better when I hear like that it's this way nationwide. I'm like, okay, so it's not just my market. It's it's garbage everywhere. But at the same time, it makes me, you know, kind of worried. It's just like, well, is Instacart in financial trouble? Like, is I think I think the lot of the customer base is gone. You know, yeah. um, it, it's they have like their hardcore, um, you know, really loyal customers. I mean, like Instacart as a customer can be worth it if you pay that i think it's like a hundred bucks a year for the uh express or whatever the membership is i mean like walmart has the same thing like the walmart plus doordash has a dash pass usually they're all like 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year and they waive the delivery fees and the service fees and all that stuff so i mean if you're going to use it all the time it's worth paying that um, I, mean, I used it. I used it. I did the three month trial or whatever last year when I had COVID because I had to have stuff delivered because I couldn't see anybody because mm -hmm. I was sick. Yeah. So I mean, it came in handy, but no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's a good deal if you're gonna you can do that if you're a busy individual, busy professional. I get it, but like, here's the problem: we're in a different time than we were just 12 months yeah. ago. There's no $300 stimulus. There's no $600 stimulus. We're opened up. People aren't staying at home. People are actually itching to get out, and I think that. It's going to be a very uh, challenging summer in a lot of respects. Mm -hmm. Did you say you make most of your money from DoorDash? 49% this year. Okay. Uh, last year was pretty much 30. It was like Grubhub was actually almost 40% last year. Grubhub was really good last year, but not this year. Grubhub accounts yeah. for maybe about, I would say, 15%. They're kind of like the utilities. They pay for the utilities, basically. Yeah. Yeah, Grubhub uh, is. Uh, I I I will. Did you see on our news show or just in the news in general? Where they did that that promotion in New York City where they gave away lunch and it like overloaded like so many different restaurants and they actually, um, you know, like they're getting like six thousand orders a minute or something like that and like the restaurants had no idea that this promotion was going on and no, uh, oh. uh, well, check out the gig news tonight from a couple weeks ago or the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, actually, one we're going to talk about on the next episode on Thursday night is I saw a headline today that some restaurants are still losing money on that promotion from like it was almost a month ago now. And uh, I said at the time, I was like, you know, if Grubhub, if they're trying to like tank themselves, like they couldn't be doing a better job. You know, it's it's like they're trying to go broke or something like uh, do you see that movie or that play the producers, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, just like they're they're trying to go broke, which they might as well because I don't think anybody's going to buy Grubhub. Well, it's like or like Enron that 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 movie, the the smartest guys in the room. I mean, <laughs> there's probably so much stuff that they're hiding that they don't even they don't even mm -hmm. show because they show the earnings. Yeah, they're they're because of the pandemic. They probably their stock price did go up, but I think it's it's still in its infancy stage. I mean, this stuff is new. It's not, uh, you know, it's very unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to do like a round table with a few different, you know, gig tubers and gig workers about that, about like, you know, where the future of like gig work is going and things like, cause you know, they're experimenting with like robot deliveries and automated cars and all that. But the infrastructure just isn't in place. The technology is not there yet. Even like yeah. drone, like Amazon couldn't get the drone thing going. So if Amazon couldn't do it, then, you know, Grubhub sure as hell is going to do it. 
Um, Grubhub's from like 1995, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Grubhub, I think, was started in 2002 or three. And it was just kind of like you would go to grubhub.com and like it would show you. The, it was kind of like Yelp, where they yeah. like you would just type in whatever restaurant you wanted to go to. It would tell you like what was on the menu. They didn't start well, delivering they, until like 2012 or something like that. Well, they were the they were the uh, juggernaut in the early part. Before, yeah, because they were the first ones there. Yeah, first ones there. But yeah, then they didn't adapt at all. It was yeah. Yeah, I mean that that seems to be a a, a trend. Is whoever's the first to market is they don't innovate. They just rest on our lawyer. I mean, even like look at Instacart. Instacart was the first grocery delivery app, and now they're garbage. You know. Like now they actually have competition with Shipt and Corner Shop and like even DoorDash and Uber Eats. Uber Eats, Uber yeah. Eats does shop and pay orders too. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I've never really done. I mean, well, I I've done like CVS and Walgreens on DoorDash and C and uh and Uber Eats because they're usually f like four items or less. You know, I don't mind. Like usually, if the payout is right and if I'm close to the store, yeah. I'll do it. But I'm not doing. I did get offered a a full supermarket shop on doordash it was for a uh, win dixie which is the lesser the like kind of the bottom rung uh supermarket chain here in florida like Publix is the best you know and then i know my grandparents then, lived down there for 20 years I, okay I yeah lot, so yeah. You, you know what i'm talking about and then but yep. and win dixie oddly enough is not on instacart they're only on corner shopped or uber eats and you know it's funny a lot of the cut like when i'm so when i get those corner shop win dixie orders in um, the customers will message me and they some at some point they'll say because like I'll message them say I'm your corner shop shopper and they'll write back and they'll go corner shop. I thought this was Uber Eats, you know, because like you can actually order through the Uber Eats app. And I always write them back. I'm like, oh, I recommend download the corner shop app. It's so much better for grocery shopping. I mean, Uber Eats is fine yeah. if you're ordering pizza or burgers or well, burritos. I, I can see where it's confusing to customers, especially like my, my parents, like my mom, like she orders something through like Walmart. Mm -hmm. It was delivered by Sparks. She's like, who, who is this guy? He's not with Walmart. <laughs> like, they don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? They're that technology, you know, whatever. But I Walmart's crazy. Walmart farms their deliveries out to like five different apps. I mean, they have I their know, own yeah. Spark, Point Pickup, Rody, Uber Eats, DoorDash. Yep. Um, they used to do it with Postmates. Well, Postmates is Uber Eats now. Yeah. Do you do? Uh, do you have Point Pickup out there? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. You might want to look into it. I think they're nationwide, but I mean, point pickup is essentially the same as like roadie or dispatch. Um, I mean, I had like one good roadie order. That was it. It yeah. was like some lumber or whatever. It yeah. was like $7 for like 10 miles. I'm like, okay. I had my van at the time so I could take it. So yeah, that's not even, yeah. Roadie's garbage around here. It pays like 50 cents a mile and it's mostly home Depot. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And, and AutoZone and Best Buy. So it's only worth it if you're sitting in the parking lot at the time and it's a like two, three mile job because like you're going to get like the, usually I think the base pay, the minimum payout is like seven bucks. So if you're going two, three miles for seven bucks, that's not bad. But, um, you know, it's it's not like DoorDash where they calculate the full mileage, like where you are to the store, to the customer. Yeah. So anyway. Um, oh yeah, so you said um, you have X. Yeah, you have Android and uh, iPhone. Have you ever tried uh, Driver's Utility Helper or Maximo? Yeah, actually, um, I have the Driver Utility help Helper. Uh, give me one second. I smart. Yeah, one second. 
I uh, just got it because I said I'm going to try a different phone, like because I have iOS. Mm-hmm. Or I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max, and I'll be honest, I love it better than the Android. I don't like Android, but everybody's different. Um, yeah. But I will say the driver utility app. Uh, I do have that one. It's good if you're like if you're committing to a night, especially like if you're doing Friday, Saturday night dinner rush. Yeah. And you're just gonna do DoorDash. Yeah, that's what I've been using it for. Um, but like during the week, like some of the stuff I like about it is like the paper mile, which it actually shows it on there, which is really nice because I have my my settings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it'll say, yeah, like it's right. This is the one I use. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Is that it? Nice. Yeah. That was just one order. <laughs> Sorry. What's your, do you have like a certain hourly goal or daily goal that you go for? My daily goal is 175, but, um, and I usually hit it about 75% of the time, except last month. Last month was the worst month I've ever had. Hmm. Uh, I only hit it three times in May. Um, had some things that to take care of health wise. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And because uh, I wonder why I gained 40 pounds in one year, because I'm eating the same, you know, like I said, I'm not eating that much. You know, I was cutting calories too, like 20. I didn't want to cut too much. I just wanted to cut a little bit at a little bit, because the problem is when you go from, like, say, eating 3000 calories, like 1500 calories, that's a shock to your body. But not only that, your head tends to not stay awake. So I cut a little bit, but a little bit. But then I gained weight and then they gave me this medication for it. Uh, I think it's called uh, Livoxothyroid or whatever it's called. It's called Synthroid. And she said, oh, that'll bring your TSH levels down. Well, it brought them down, but with some side effects. I had to get off of it. Mm. Like, number one, it, it raised my blood sugar like 30%, my fasting blood sugar. And that was kind of an alarm because it was normally like in the 70s, low 80s, fasting, and it would go all the way up to like, say, 120. I was like, I know I'm fat, but I'm like, geez, man, that's that's not good, mm-hmm. you know. And I always monitor a lot of stuff, but uh, regardless, like I used to take that, like, and then I got off of it because it was just—I mean, the one thing I liked about it, I had no pain, which is obviously not good. But anyways, yeah. So as far as uh, like apps, like I don't. Um, you know, with May, it was just really rough. I, uh, I only worked, I mean, I worked, but like the, the times are really slow. Like I said, like, just to give you an example. That's why I got to do nine apps. <laughs> well, yeah. So I was turning my phone. That's so why I was kind of like going around. Yeah. A little bit. Anyways, uh, I made the same amount I made in April, but I worked three more days. So that's tell you how slow it was. This month started off pretty decently so far surprising because it's summer but uh, yeah that last week i think probably because it was graduation week that the weekend i worked last this weekend just now it was the worst weekend i ever had i think i only did like 148 on a, on sunday and i normally do 190 200 on sunday i was like are you in are, are you in with corner shop we don't have it in our area uh are you on a waiting list do you know no it's just not in the cleveland area i'm surprised because you know cleveland's a big city Actually, Cleveland's only 390,000 people. Hmm. Um, it seems like a big uh, city, but it's not. It's gone. I mean, it used to be about a million people when I was, my grandparents were, you know, in their heyday in the 50s. Yeah. But ever since then, that's like Detroit. Detroit's the same thing ever since GM went downhill. But, anyways, 
Um, the suburbs, like where I dash, Parma, Middleburg Heights, Brooklyn, a um, little bit of Cleveland, uh, Parma Heights, Seven Hills Independence. It's about 450,000 people right there. Mm-hmm. So that's more than Cleveland, actually. Like Corner Shop, like, there's hardly anybody on it. I think I'm a big fish in a small pond. So it's pending orders are waiting to be accepted. Hop online now. <coughs> yeah. You know, it's nice because like corner shops are owned by Uber and like it's in its early, you know, the infancy stages. And just like, well, I don't know if you've been with any app when they first launched, but like, you know, I was with Instacart in the fairly early days and the payouts were pretty baller. That's what's nice about corner shop is um, I can make as much as like 30, $40 just in the base pay for like a 17 item shop. And then the customers are really, really generous tippers on this yeah. app. Which so when Instacart, you know, like one of the things, the complaints that we have about Instacart is like, you know, the default tip on Instacart is only five percent, and we've been saying, you know, for years, just raise it to ten percent. There's no because it doesn't cost them any money, and they're like, well, you know, we don't want to scare the customers. They'll think, but it's it's not true though because I've seen it on Corner Shop, customers are willing to tip generously, so there's there's no reason Instacart can't raise the base pay or the base or, or the default tip to 10% or, or 15 or even more, you know? Well, I said in one of the videos I had about Instacart that I saw mm-hmm. one last week, that was a 213 item order for 750. I said, they need to force people to pay 18 and a half percent. If it's an order over a hundred, 150 items point blank, because that's, that's ridiculous. 150 items, or 150 dollars, 150 items. I've never seen a, I've never seen an order that big. Usually like th- any uh, anything over like forty items, yeah, is is pretty big. You know, like Publix or all. Well, I, mean, I like because Aldi's so cheap. I don't know if you guys have Aldi there. That's they the, got Aldi's right next to my apartment. They just built yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I it's great. I shop there all the time. Oh, I get most it. of my stuff there. Yeah. Um, good vegetables because it, it's so cheap. You know, uh, and so people can load up their entire cart. And still only tip five percent, and like the you know the the batch will come in on my phone, and it's like you know ten dollars and change going like six miles, and it's like forty fifty items, you know, like this is garbage. Like that that should be at least a twenty five thirty dollar payout. Well, the thing was is like somebody mm-hmm. wanted to, wanted me to be there, like like to be a store manager in training. This is when they were building it, and they mm-hmm. and somebody told me not to do, it, and I said, why not? it ruins your body because you're constantly just like lifting stuff up, mm-hmm. you know, whatever back and forth. It's a very physical job. Yeah. And all the, everybody does every job. Everybody does yep. cashier. Everybody stocks the shelves. And they're hiring, I think their minimum, they're hiring uh, like $17 an hour there. So it's yeah. just a stock. If, so. if I was going to go into retail, I w- might actually consider going in to work for Aldi. You get in good shape. That's for sure. Yeah. Moving those boxes, get those muscles. My first, uh, my first like W two job was as a cashier at Price Chopper, okay. which is a uh, you know big grocery store chain in New York and a lot of New England states. Um, but it, it, well, and actually, I worked for Publix Corporate when I first moved to Florida, but I was in the data center in Lakeland, and I did that for two years. So and like I only supported the the corporate side; I had nothing to do with retail. So I just like mostly you know the truckers, you know. Like whenever their tablets or their phones broke, you know, yeah. I was the one. I was the one they called, and I was getting it fixed. Um, and very, very briefly, um, I did a job within Publix where I would go from store to store, 
and usually like it was like third shift and like we were upgrading the routers and the servers and the um like a lot, a lot of the internet because like um it, unlike a lot of, you know what's funny is down south the walmart is open 24 7 and the grocery stores are usually like you know 7 a.m to 11 p.m something like that yeah but up north it's the opposite like walmart closes at 11 but price chopper uh What's the other like big ones like Hannaford, Hannaford um, yeah. I've heard of them. Uh, Wegmans, they're all they're all twenty four seven. Well, actually, I think that was before COVID. Actually, now post COVID, they kind of realize they don't really need to be open in the middle of the night. They're just the paying paying cashiers to stand around for eight hours, you know. Yeah. So I think a lot of those the stores have gone back to like uh, basically a seven to eleven uh, schedule, which is good. I mean, there's no reason for it. I mean, like I said that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind them you know, closing stores like I used to do in the old days, like on a Sunday. Um, you know, just have one day where you just rest. You know? mm-hmm. Have you found that uh, um, the fast food places, especially? I mean, like there was a huge um, staffing shortage during COVID, and like if you, God forbid, you got a, a McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, you would have to go through the drive-through because the lobby would be closed. And, I, and like I, Nugs, I, I think still. Uh, when I see his ride along videos, every once in a while he goes to a fast food place and he has to wait in line at the drive through. I haven't had to do that in like a year. <coughs> Are you guys? Yeah, I'm surprised. Back to normal uh, as far as the same state I do. He's just further south. Um, yeah, he's in a small town though. Yeah, I no, I mean, I haven't had an issue since the beginning of the year because like I know McDonald's I used to hate, but I mean, if the payout's right, yeah, I'll take it because they already package everything up and you don't have to worry about anything. Um, Wendy's though. I don't take Wendy's orders, but um, Wendy's are it, at lunch. I might if it's high enough. Uh, dinner, I don't, just because yeah. half the time after five o'clock they lock the doors because they're so short-staffed. Yeah, Wendy's. There's one down the road from where I live, and um, sometimes those payouts are decent if the customer tips and like if there's a peak pay going or something. But yeah. Wendy's, like they don't. It, they don't they don't start making the food till you show up like i don't think i've ever gone to a wendy's and it was already ready i mean you're gonna you're gonna stand there and wait at least two three minutes that's like five guys five guys burgers and fries yeah well yeah but five guys is kind of different because like everything's made to order there you know it's (laughs) i wouldn't really consider well i mean i would consider them like fast casual i wouldn't consider them fast food no yeah because i love five guys so you know it's funny like in sanford um in Lake Mary, there's like every single chain restaurant you could possibly think of, except Five Guys. That's not here. Wow. Or Sonic. Oh, I hate Sonic. <laughs> really? The yeah. food or to pick up orders? No, just there? the people. They, I had I had one Saturday. Oh my god, it was terrible. <laughs> I go to pick it up, and this guy's all tatted up. I'm not knocking people that have tattoos. This guy was literally tatted up. He's like, he's like, yo, what do you want? I'm like, I just want my food. And then this girl was trying to get my food. And like, why are you giving it to him? This is the person over there. And I called her a B word. And I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. Can I? They just start arguing with each other. And I'm just like, can I please have my food so I can leave? I, you know, you guys can kill each other, but I, don't, I just want to leave. Your your own order or a customer's order? Customers. Oh, okay. I don't eat fast. The only fast food I'll eat, like I'll have Chick Fil A once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Chick Fil A gonna be be honest i like the i like the sandwich um it's just it's gotta have extra pickles but i try yeah. doing it at home too because i have an air fryer so i'll try sometimes doing it that way 
Yeah, I eat Chick-fil-A a lot too. I mean, if you're going to eat fast food, you might as well eat like remotely healthy. Cause I mean, you can get the grilled chicken there. No, man. sorry. You gotta yeah. have the brain. You gotta have the brain. <laughs> sorry. You like, I tried the grilled chicken once. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not, it's not as good. It's, just, it's here's the problem is like, I see gas being so high as it is, but you'll see people two rows, 20 cars deep sitting in line for 30 to 40 minutes to get chicken but yet you know they're like oh i can't afford gas yeah not not here though like i mean any chick-fil-a you go to will usually have a long line to drive through but mm -hmm. they are on point like you oh will, yeah they're really it's, fast it's pretty it's pretty rare you're waiting a long time well that's why when i do lunch in the area i always go there for lunch like not to eat but like to when i do my lunch shift because yeah they'll like half my lunch shift is all their orders because they're just that's a the funny thing about doing this podcast because of the nature of our work, we always talk about fast food and food in general, and I always start getting hungry. You know, talk about I know, this yeah, food. yeah, I can't really go for it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I try to like, like with Sonic, you know, you have bad examples of that. But then I'll have some people like I, I really don't. It's very rare, but it's customers are pretty decent for the most part. Yeah, you have like I've had probably like maybe a dozen interactions that haven't been pleasant out of like say five thousand deliveries. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty rare. What's a what any other restaurants on your blacklist? Are there any like you will just never? This go new to? one that I cannot stand. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I don't know if it's a local brand or it's a it's a major. It's called iHeart, H E R T. That's how they spell it, mac and cheese. It's a mac and cheese place. Mm -hmm. it just opened up the shops. It's like a strip mall in Parma. Um, literally, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, number one, the <laughs> customer service is just awful. They're just like clueless. They have seven people behind the counter. They're just all talking to each other, walking around like, la, la, la. and I'm sitting there, you know, I don't say, Hey, where's my order? I don't do that. I, I wait right there. Um, and like five, four or five minutes will pass by. They don't even notice me. And I'm like, they'll come over to me and then they'll say, Hey, did you have an order? Yeah. I've only been sitting here for five minutes. I don't say that, but sitting here for five minutes. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, of course I have an order. Like, Oh, it's not in the system yet. Like, or it's Grubhub or even Uber yeah. when it goes through, it's not, Oh, we don't know. We have to write it down. Could you pay with cash and then do that? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then the one time I went there, like they gave me the grub of water. It was supposed to be like three plates of uh, this dinner or whatever. They gave me the wrong order and I, ch I couldn't check because it was sealed. I mean, you can't, I can't open the bag. So he says, it seems kind of light because three bags it probably weighs a few pounds. It weighed like half a half a pound. Yeah, it's all there. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. I mean, once they say that, there's nothing I can do. I can't say, "Are you sure?" You know. Yeah, but that I, sounds like a wing stop. I don't know if you guys have those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a wing stop around the corner for me, and uh, I haven't been there in a long time. So, like, um, be even before COVID, it was the same thing. Like you were saying, like they're behind the counter, and they're all playing grab ass in the back. I, I found. You know, what you know what, here's a, a trick or a hack you can do is if all the employees, like if nobody's at a counter, just call the restaurant through the app because there's usually a phone up front at the register and then they hear the phone ring and they'll, they'll come up front and then I hang up, you know, like, oh, oh, do you, do you bring your DoorDash bag into the restaurant with you? Because that, that, that helps because they see that red bag and they know. I do, but it depends. Like if it's 100 degrees, like if it's 90 some degrees, I don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, like at that point, like you can put it in the bag, but but if it's like below fifty, yeah, I always do because yeah, I mean, especially here when it starts snowing. If I don't put it in the bag before I go to the car, yeah, it's it's cold by the time it gets out there. Mm -hmm. 
Because I've done matches um, where it's been like five below zero. So, you have a, a dash cam in your car? Yes, I do. What's uh, what's the model or? I don't know. It's some cheap Chinese one. Uh. <laughs> I, I just like it's like eighty bucks or whatever. I got it on Amazon. I don't know. Like, all I have is an SD card that I have. Like, I have an app that links to it to where I can view. Um, that's awesome, Eric. That's <laughs> great, man. Um. I uh, I'm just lazy sometimes. Just gonna be honest. Yeah. Um, no, I um. What were we talking about again? Oh yeah, you were uh, you're saying your dash cam. Because I was gonna say I've seen some of your yeah. videos with. I can tell it's the the dash cam facing the road, and the yeah, quality a, looks pretty a, good. Yeah, it's a it's a it's decent. I mean, like I said, it takes 1080 video. It doesn't take 5K or 4K, but yeah, I mean, I mean 1080 is good. Yeah, 60 frames per second. Yeah, 60 frame, it's fine. I may have a, I think a 64 gigabyte uh, memory card. It usually goes out after like about a couple days or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, do you have one facing the inside or you just use your, yeah, like, I, I guess do. you have... I have one on the side too. Um, like on the top, like I don't have it on the new car, but I had it on my van. But there's no reason to have it on the other car because I have a backup camera. Mm -hmm. But um, because the Toyota, what you can do is you can actually. There's a slot where you can put an SD card in there if you want to record the back. Uh, oh, the backup the, camera? Yeah, which I didn't know, but you could. Because, yeah, the manual's like this thick. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that's cool. Thick, for the electronics. Huh. Uh, very, very high tech. I mean, it's so high tech, like, literally, it'll let you know, hey, your windows are open. Like, really? <laughs> so, but the car itself is, yeah, it's really clear, unless it gets wet. When it rains, yeah, it kind of gets fogged up a little bit, but it's really yeah. clear. I was surprised, like... The one I had for my van, it was like, it's like four set, four eighty SI or whatever it was. I mean, I can still see, but like now it's like when I back up, it's really clear. But I still obviously look over my shoulder and stuff because some people just use the camera and that's it and mm -hmm. don't look. It's like no, you, you can't do that. Do you have uh like insulated uh like catering bags or? <laughs> For like Instacart and chips and all that. I stuff. have a Grubhub. I have Insta uh, Grubhub bags just because they're cheap and they're more insulated than the DoorDash ones. Mm -hmm. um, I have the big uh, black insulated one I use for like shipped orders or Instacart. Um, I also just bought a cart, a collapsible cart, because I seen those on some of Nugs's videos, which really will come in handy. Because one time I had this one order for shipped. Where do you think he got that idea from? <laughs> Chad. Okay, Chad. <laughs> But uh, it came in handy because I'll tell you what, last week I did a shipped order. It was 58 items for Target. That was a decent uh -huh. day. It was like 40 bucks almost. It was on the seventh floor of the apartment. So I had to take three trips. Uh, granted, it was an elevator, so but I couldn't take it all at once. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to get a collapsible, collapsible card. It's probably a good idea. So I don't have to keep you know, yeah. going up and down, up and down. Yeah, that's, a, that's what ha that happened to me. And I just like... I was like, I gotta get a wagon because this is too yeah. much of a pain. I can't carry a list. And then, God forbid, like you were working like in a downtown metropolis area or somewhere where you had a park on the street, like three, four blocks yeah. away. Instead of carrying bags, you could just put it in your cart. And also, yeah. do you do uh, like Costco's or BJ's or Sam's yeah. Club, and you get like ten cases of bottled water? <laughs> well, I had one uh, last month that was. Um... 28 packs of Gatorade. Wow. I was like, I, I don't know what's going on. It's going to, it went to a school, I guess. So, oh, uh, yeah, I've done those. Yeah. A lot of, and like offices for like mm -hmm. their break room, they'll order like 
cases of soda and Gatorade and all that stuff. Um, I'm going. I'm going off my uh, standard questions here. That's okay. So I, what What would you say most delivery drivers are doing wrong? Oh boy, <laughs> that's a hard question. I don't know, man. I think everybody's. I think everybody's, uh, you know, doing their own thing, and whatever works for them is good. Uh, I don't want to sound like a politician, like, but <laughs> what I do see a lot of delivery drivers doing wrong is accepting orders. Like I see, but see, not everybody's on YouTube. I'll see people taking 350 orders because I can see 350 on their phone because mm -hmm. especially some people that have it zoomed in if they have poor eyesight, um, like seeing close, it'll be like two. Yeah. Sometimes I'll choose 275 and like, it's like, they don't question it. They just go there yeah. I would say a W two mindset. Yeah. yeah, you have to have you have to have a minimum. You have to figure out what it is. Like I said, when I continue to do this, I'm already factoring that gas will be six dollars by next month. You know, just because of what's going on. Unfortunately, it's just how it is. Because you know, it, it it went up what 30, 30 cents this last week, another twenty the week before. So Did I would say that's. Did you have any experience, um, like as like a 1099 or like a small business or entrepreneur? Yeah, I was. Before? I was never uh, a business owner or anything like that. Like I said, when I started doing this, it was uh, my first time. I was a DJ back in the day, but that was like mm -hmm. eons ago. Yeah, because I think that's a difference between, um, like, because when I started doing, I started doing Uber. Um, when I worked for Publix, even though I had a full-time W-2 job, I did Uber rideshare on the weekends just for kicks. And then um, when I then I got a job with Microsoft, and I only worked there for like four months, and I walked, and then I started doing Uber and Lyft full-time. And then I discovered DoorDash and Instacart and all that stuff. And um, I like I know it's like the apps would kind of you know try to play game. They try to trick you like with the acceptance rate. You know, and then I, like, I would read the, I would go and actually read the independent contractor agreement. And then like, it would say like, like they, they, they try to trick you is the difference between the acceptance rate and the completion rate yeah, or like the cancellation rate. Cause you can theoretically have a 0% acceptance rate, but you like for completion rate or cancellation rate, you want to keep that above 80. Yeah. Actually, I, I prefer to keep it at like 95 at least, um, with DoorDash or like any app really. Cause like if you're can't like you're accepting a job and you're canceling it, like you're showing them that you're like flaky and like that actually is grounds for deactivation because when you commit, like when you accept an order, like you're committing to it and like you're saying, I'm going to do it. And then it's just like, Oh no, I got a better offer on, a, on another app. Screw this. You know, um, I've which, done that many know. times, but yeah, not yeah. all the time, but I'll I just, I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I, mm -hmm. I like one time I had a, like last week I had a six fifty McDonald's order. Mm -hmm. And I got a thirty-one dollar going three miles for Grubhub. Yeah, I canceled it, but my my completion rate is ninety-six percent. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, you could take the hit if you're doing that, but if you're like in the eighties, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah. or um, even worse is if you actually collect the order and you're on your way to deliver it, and then you cancel it mid-delivery. Like you can do that. Like maybe I think like once a year. Um, actually, I had to you do that like a, a year. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do that about a month or two ago. So I, I accepted an Amazon block out of Daytona. And then I accepted, I still had time to kill before I had to leave. And I got what was a pretty sweet Uber Eats order, which was going 
in that general direction. In fact, it was like right next to the highway. And then um, my GPS is like rerouting me, like taking me like the super back, like roundabout way to get there. And I'm like, why are you trying to tell me? And so like, I'm trying to go the way that I would normally go to, to make yeah. this delivery. Cause I've been to this complex a million times and then I get there and there's construction and there's no way around it. And so like you would have to route like two, three miles around like a detour. And I started to do it and I started doing the math and I realized I wasn't going to get to Amazon in time. And like Amazon was paying me, you know, like 30 bucks an hour. And I'm just like, I just, I, I, I never, I, I, you know, three and a half, four years of doing uh gig work. I had never canceled a delivery mid delivery and I had to do it. And like Uber is, is like, it doesn't even ask you a reason why, you know, I would just, and if they did, I would just say, I got no fender bender and the, the food splattered everywhere or something like that, you know? Um, well, but, that's, uh, yeah, but I mean, accidents happen, I guess, but yeah, yeah. obviously they see a pattern, I mean, it's not, it wasn't even good food either. It was Indian food. So I had to sit with that curry in my back seat for, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes going oh. to uh, Daytona. <laughs> I mean, I like Indian food, but I want to, like, it smells yeah, better in, in the car, restaurant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Loft, and then, yeah, it's like when I have like red lobster, even when I have it in the bag. Like oh, if yeah. I had rub it, it's still the lobster smell, yeah. the fish smell like, comes through. Yeah, it's like a garlic butter or something. Like it smells great, but like yeah. it'll stink up your whole car for days. Exactly. Pizza does that too. Well, I don't really mind pizza. Well, like though. I said, it's it's like the one thing like with DoorDash, and I know this is off topic, but like <laughs> like late at night I'll go over there because they'll be closed early, and DoorDash will be giving me orders. It's <laughs> like okay, store's closed. You know, take a picture. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, let you have pay. Yeah, I let them know, like, hey, they're closed. Don't send me any more. They keep sending me orders. And I'm like, what was that for which restaurant? Chipotle. Uh, and I'll I'll keep hitting store closed. They keep paying me half pay. (laughs) I keep letting them, hey, you know, stop giving me order. They still, they look okay, thank because they're not from around here, obviously. Yeah, support, they're not from Ohio, so. That was uh, when COVID first hit and everybody was ordering toilet paper and hand sanitizer and like cleaning wipes. Like there'd be whole orders on Sam's Club, BJ's, all that. And, and like it was just for like hand sanitizer or cleaning wipes or, for, like, you know, I would take those orders because I knew they were going to be sold out. It's like as soon as I wouldn't even go in, I would just hit, you know, sold out, no, nothing available, you know, and yeah. then like that, I call those trap orders. Yeah. Cause it might come in at like 30, 40 bucks. Cause like they're buying like uh, something really expensive and they're really generous tippers or you're getting like a heavy pay or something like that. But then like, you're only getting the base pay um, because the stuff sold out. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are most restaurants doing wrong? Well, I would say what most restaurants are doing wrong is they, <sighs> I think they tend to, just focus uh, most of them don't focus on the customer service side they think that door dashers are just like mutants mm. they don't exist i think treat them like you're treating customer we're a customer too we're delivering for the customer you, know, you need to keep that in respect there's a few restaurants that do very well chick-fil-a is just i mean mm-hmm. they are like the best when it comes to customer service um that's why they eat mcdonald's lunch they're only open six days a week um that's what i would say i'd say treat the drivers but also too on the dasher side you know also be respectful to to the the staff as well because i see people all the time just go like this when they come in they're like hey. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? You can't, yeah. can't communicate? And then what are most customers doing wrong? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, there's a huge good, list. They're, they're not giving good instructions. Most of the time, they just don't give good instructions. Yeah. Because they'll say, say, go ahead. Yeah, they'll just say, leave it my door, leave it side door, by, you know, garage door. It's like, okay, which is it? Is it the side door by the garage door or the door by mm -hmm. the garage or the side door? It's like. <laughs> I would say, um, like, I'm sure you've probably seen that meme floating around where it's like, DoorDash on the way. Okay, scrape the house numbers off the house. Turn the lights off. Turn your turn your phone off. Exactly, it's so yeah. true. Like so many people do not pay attention to their they phone, don't. which which can be it's which if you're a multi apper and like you're making trying to make two deliveries on two apps at the same time and oh, you're yeah. going way out of the way. I mean that, that's that's worked out to me great. You know, uh, well Eric said no tips. Well, obviously, but I don't. I don't really take no tip order. So, um, yeah, me neither. Yeah. It's like, it's coming in at base pay. I, I won't even take a, I won't even take a base pay order out of principle. Like I think the, the shortest delivery I've ever done. And actually yeah, this was in one of my ride alongs. It was a while ago. It was probably like two years ago. I was at a Tijuana flats, which is essentially the same thing as Chipotle. It was in like a little strip mall and there was the Tijuana flats closed storefront and then a, an insurance agency and somebody at the insurance agency ordered Tijuana flats literally from what 50 feet. And they and they and they tipped. And like I I brought it to the girl and I said, Wow, this is the greatest delivery I've ever done. Because and I was actually sitting in the parking lot when that order came in. And like wow. all I saw was the restaurant and it said like 0 0.01 miles or something. And I was like, this makes no sense. But it was a pretty good it was things like might have been like five or six bucks. I mean, five wow, or six bucks a, for that's yeah. not bad. I mean, yeah. like I said, I had one where it was the customer's mistake. This is why I say put the correct address in. It was yeah. Panda Express. Brianna said, "I don't like when customers leave obstacles in the walkway, hoses, bikes." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I tripped over a couple of bikes doing this stuff. Yeah, uh, but no, like I had a Panda Express order. It was uh, basically, I was like, man, like and I was like a mile away from Panda Express. It's only. 1.1 miles. I'm like, well, 1.1 miles, it's a mile to Panda Express. So I go to the order, I look at it. The customer put the address as Panda Express. Mm -hmm. Same place. So it was pick up at Panda Express, deliver to Panda Express. And I died laughing because it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry, that's the wrong address. It's supposed to go to um, North Olmsted, which is 30 minutes away. <laughs> well, I, I only follow the instructions, so that's what I'm going to do. You can always change it in the app, which you can't, but it's too late now. Yeah. So I delivered it to Panda Express. Like the instructions said, I got paid $20. <laughs> but she well, was bad, but I'm like, I followed instructions. Did you get you know, one star or anything? <laughs> no, I called DoorDash. They said, no, it's yeah, I did the right thing because they're not supposed to. Like, and and you, I, you probably could have kept the food, too. Actually, she said I could, but I don't. I don't like Panda Express. Hmm. I don't think I've. Ever, I think I've had it. I mean, I like Chinese food. I just, but I, I would do, probably. Go, I would go to a mom and pop shop. No, there's some places I won't say anything, but like their sanitary process when I see them cooking certain things and they don't yeah. change certain things. Yeah, I'm mm. a little leery of that, especially uh, chicken. Anyways, go. Go ahead. I what's your? 
what's your typical work? Do you have like set days and hours you usually work, or is it just kind of change? No, I, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm honestly I work lunch when I work. I work lunch and dinner. That's it. I don't work like breakfast. I'm not a morning person. Um, yeah. <laughs> because I usually get up about 8.30, so I'm not a morning person. Um, I usually do 11.15 to like 1.45, and then I'll do like, now it's like 5 to 9.30 because it's later, darker later. Because usually when it's darker later, people order later. Usually mm -hmm. when it's the winter time, prime time is like between 3.30 and like 7.30. After that, it dies down because it's dark out. People don't order. Yeah. I noticed that because like last week I was like, why is it so slow? And then it started getting busy at like 7.45 and it was busy up until 10 o'clock. So do you make less money in the winter when the sun sets at like 4.30? <laughs> I actually make more in the winter time. Yeah, it's it's weird how the retail weather, no, in general slows like down in the summer. Yeah. With snow, like I'll make, even when it's not even that bad, DoorDash will be like, oh, there's flurries in the area. Here's a $3 peak pay. Yeah, but it could we, be raining cats and dogs and a flood today, like it was earlier. They won't give you anything. Yeah, it's we'll get we'll get that here when there's a really bad rainstorm, you know, because like everybody's staying home. Then like, but like, then they'll start adding peak pay because it's just so busy, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, best and worst public restrooms. Hmm, that's a good question. I would say best public restroom in my area would be Arby's on day drive in Parma. That's mm -hmm. actually one of the cleanest ones. The guy there, and I don't like Arby's, but this guy really runs his shop very well. It's always clean. It's never dirty. The worst one would be Wendy's. Um, mm. There was cockroaches on the floor. Uh, there was um, basically um, certain particulate matter that uh, I don't want to say on air that was on the wall. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I walked right out. I'm like, yeah, I'll hold it in for a little bit longer. It's okay. Mm -hmm. That's pretty gross. Does yeah, this ever happen? Oh, okay. So where do you stand on the, especially what well, was fast food and fast casual when they hand you a cup and they say, okay, they want Coke. Go fill it up. Where I do you stand on that? I, I just fill up. I don't, <laughs> you know, they say, oh, you're not serve, say, certified or whatever. I'm like, I don't say anything. I just fill it up. I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly mind just because you're gonna wait anyway. Might as well kill a few seconds. Right. I the mean, only problem is like the way the machines are. Like I know, like for like fast food, like they have a button where you just type. You hit the what size cup it is, and it fills it automatically. But when you're on the customer side, you have to keep pushing. Well, they it have the new machines where you just it's all it's all a touch yeah. screen. Yeah, those are all cartridges now. So what it does. And I don't like this because it's too foamy, number one, because what yeah. I'll try to do is you try to pour a glass and like you always try to pour it at an angle because there's foam at the top. Mm -hmm. Or if you really want to get anal anal retentive about it, you can actually get one of those mixers for drinks and then you can put it in front of the soda. I mean, if you wanted to do that, then you wouldn't get any foam, wouldn't foam over. But that's a little too much to do on a delivery. But there's so much foam that I have to literally press that button like six or seven times. I know. It's so annoying. I've, I've done that where, and I show up with a customer and like their glass is like half or their cups, like, you know, like a good two, three thumbs, like empty. Yeah, and they're like, what happened? And I'm like, foam dude. <laughs> yeah. Do you message, 
do you message your customers when you're on the way and then uh after like do you send a thank you note or anything like that no um i i usually don't i just text them unless hi middleton technologies uh-huh. I, unless there's like some specific thing I have to tell them, if they leave the instructions that says leave at my door, I just leave it door. I don't say anything. Hmm. I take a picture and I'm on my way. I always say I always message them to let them know I'm on my way because I I want to know if uh, you know they're. Uh, you, feel free to steal this too. So this is uh, this is when I finish on DoorDash. I truly hope you enjoy your food. Thanks again. Uh, like I have really high expectations or high, uh, right, that's the thank you message. Right. And then there's, this is when I'm on my way. It says, hi, this is Chad, your DoorDash driver. I'll be in a white Honda fit. Uh, so they know which car is mine. I have catering, but I like to let them, I like to let them know this is, this is the little stuff like this, that, that sets you apart. Because as I've said on the show many times, the real MVPs are the turds. That don't like you're talking about like the people that don't have hot bags and like take the 250 orders and all that stuff. Um, just a little stuff like this that shows the customer you care or like that they can tell you're more professional uh, driver. That's how you get like the. I mean, five stars are nice, so they don't pay the bills, but also that's how you get like cash tips at the door or you know additional I tips mean, in the app. Yeah, like I said on, on DoorDash, I'm 4.97 on uh, Uber. I'm like 99%. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't had any issues yet. I mean, I'll have like one out of 100 that'll be like he damn yeah. food. Like, I don't I don't really care about the rating. I mean, it, it just kind of annoys me when I see well, especially on Instacart when somebody rates me anything other than 5, but <laughs> um well, supposedly the rating on Instacart doesn't really matter anymore, but who knows? I still have a 5.0, but I've only done like probably, I think like 80 Instacart batches. That's probably why. So, you ever used uh, Grub Dash Eats as a customer? Yeah. I, I did one for a video just to test it. Um, How'd it go? That was awful. First first thing, it was late. Um, it wasn't the Dasher's fault. Yeah, um, please feel free to steal my ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Um, but I, like I said, I, I ordered Bob Evans. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a day off. I don't really order it that off. I don't order through DoorDash, to be honest with you, because, I mean, it's expensive. Um, Unless you have the Dash Pass. Unless you have the Dash Pass. Um, but uh, I ordered Bob Evans just because, you know, it was a long day. I worked 12 hours at the day before. It was a day off. Anyways, I have a Bob Evans right down the street from me. They took Grubhub sent it to the Bob Evans like 20 miles south of me. I don't know why. Hmm. So I felt bad because I tipped like it was like you know like thirty dollars for like being a some you know somebody else I was with, and I was like okay well it was like thirty some dollars wasn't that much but I still tipped like fifteen bucks. Wow! Yeah. But the guy drove drove twenty miles. I felt bad. I gave him an extra five dollars because I feel bad because you're driving all that way. Some guy actually took it, and I called Grubhub. Why would you send it to like the one like like almost one point eight miles down the street? So oh, well, our systems are different. And I'm like, yeah, they're yeah. different. All right. Yeah. They want to, <laughs> they, they, I don't know why they do that. That's the biggest pet peeve of mine. And that's what, that, that's what drives me crazy about customers who they know they're ordering from a place on the other side of the state and they still either don't tip or they tip like two bucks or something like that. I mean, if you're ordering McDonald's and there's McDonald's in every corner and it goes really far away. Okay. But when you're ordering from, a mom and pop restaurant and there's only one of them, yeah. you know, and it's like two counties over, you know, 
You gotta, you gotta be a better customer than that. That's what frustrated <laughs> me because it was just annoying. Because it's like, and then like one time I ordered just because I didn't have any, out of like my fridge. Okay, the power's out, so I lost all my food. This was last summer, so I yeah. ordered some pizzas or whatever. But I mean, usually they're pretty. Like the two times I've used it, it's actually pretty. They've been pretty professional. I haven't had a problem. And uh, just to before I wrap up here, I was kind of wondering, what do you do for like editing? Do you use uh? Like, do you do it on your phone or do you have a uh, software on your computer? How's that? I work? just use iMovie. Okay. Um, I use iMovie. There's a couple other things I use, but I use iMovie because it's simple. Um, I can do a lot of things with it. I mean, I do Adobe Pro if I have it, if, if I want to be a little more creative. But iMovie is the quickest for me because it just usually gets through it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this is usually where I plug like your tiktok and instagram but if you're just on youtube i'm just on youtube yeah i put i put a link in the show notes so uh yeah, subscribe to uh subscribe to brian's channel if you're not already subscribed um yeah so i guess that about wraps it up thanks for doing the show we went pretty long you know come on uh, 90 minutes here so yeah all right uh don't hang up but i'm just gonna end the show now so again uh if you didn't want to watch you know, 85 minutes or so, this is available as an audio podcast. So you can download it and listen to it in the car whenever you want, or when you're, you know, at the gym or whatever it is you do while you listen to podcasts. Usually I'm, when I'm driving around, um, I kind of switch it up. Like, do you, like I'll listen to like Joe Rogan and a whole bunch of podcasts I listen to. And then after, you know, I definitely get burnout on podcasts after a while. I'm like, okay, I got to hear some music. I'll listen to music for like an hour. Yeah. And then after, do, do you do that too? Yeah, I listen to like um, I'm a little bit different. But I listen to like Savage Savage Nation, mm -hmm. uh, Michael Savage. Um, I listen to like uh, like certain like what like I listen terrestrial to radio or yeah no I don't radio terrestrial. I, what I usually do is I do uh, Audible. So I I've, I've been okay. uh, I've been uh, reading uh, Jordan Peterson's Beyond Order, which is like 18 hours. So oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> basically, after like four days, it's read. I mean, I'm I'm listening to it, but that's what yeah. I usually do. I, I should really get into that. I mean, I subscribe to like so many podcasts, though. I like almost yeah. never have a shortage. Yeah, I love and the like, nonfiction stuff, like the the stories, like the romance novels. Those are hilarious to listen to. Just while you're driving, yeah. it's something different to listen to. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks to Brian, aka Gig Cleveland, for doing the show. If you ever want to do the new show, uh, let me know. Actually. I'm going to end the show. Don't hang up and uh, we can talk for a little bit. So thanks, thanks to everybody out there for watching. And I will be back on Thursday night, not Thursday morning, Thursday night with gig news tonight. So check that out. All right. I'll see you. Bye. Take care.